Hello. Can you hear me? Ah, there you are. Salud. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Ah, muy bien, ¿y tú? Muy bien, gracias. <laughs> um, right, let me try that. Uh, yo utilizo una aplicación, Babel. Oh, okay. Y no me gusta. But yeah, so there's my Spanish trying to get it better, but it's not working. <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yep, it can only get better from here. Mm-hmm. Hola! Well, welcome everyone. This is Step Into Mondays, and I'm Krista. I'm Sandrine. And we are so glad to have you here today as we uh, talk a little bit about language learning and how to plan lessons. Absolutely. So we're hoping that we can help you a little bit or give you some inspiration, give you some ideas as we brainstorm. For a little bit, we will let you walk in our brains. That's a scary thought for anybody. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) So let's go. Our family unit. So today we, um, you know, we used AnswerPad again. I used it like I had last time um, with them drawing the families that I described, but I also used the, um, the true false questions. And so, you know, I read them some definitions like, you know, the son of my son is my nephew and they had to say true or false, you know, things like that. So we, you know, we used that to review family. Um, then time just gets away from you so fast. Um, we, re- uh, went over how to do comparisons. You know, my brother is taller, uh, mm-hmm. than me, and I'm smarter than my husband, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, that's always my favorite sentence um, and, and whatnot. So uh, we did that, but we kind of ran out of time for them to practice that really because we had um, so much to cover. Uh, we have all the stem changing verbs. They've already done the O to U-E, so we did the E to I. And so I'm thinking, man, next week I've got to cover the last stem changing verbs, which is E to I-E, as well as ser for identity and a star for location, uh, you know, within the context of family. So I'm, you know, kind of pondering. On okay, the- give me an example of the stem changing verb, because I don't have one coming to mind. Like querer, you know, so instead of yo quiero, it's quiero, yeah, you have to change it. So, you know, we're looking at, because, you know, I want to, and we're looking at 
Yenso, I think, or like Pienso ear. I'm planning to, um, you know, those kinds of things. So uh, I've got to have all of those kind of verbs, like within the context of family, like I guess, you know, my family is planning to go to the beach, um, but probably won't go to or something like that <laughs> because of the virus. I mean, you gotta yeah, put it my family in- is planning on staying home in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. So, you know, I've got that. And then, of course, I mean, ser with identity, um, you know, that's pretty easy because uh, with family, you know, es mi madre, mi madre se llama, mi madre es rubia. You know, there's things like that because we're using description and identity there. Um, But for location, you know, I was kind of thinking maybe, but see, they don't know. The problem is they don't know the rooms of the house yet. We haven't learned that because at first I was thinking, well, I could just put up a picture, you know, donde esta mi hermano? (laughs) I was like, he's in the the kitchen or, but, you know, they don't know. Have you done activities like, have you done the city? Uh, No. That's Mm. Yeah, that's actually the next chapter. So, okay. I mean, I think that really, I was trying to think the only places um, that we've done, I think we've done like, I guess we could do like in the park and the gym um, in class. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I guess I could just put pictures of my family because, you know, when I introduced my family, I used my mm-hmm. own picture so I could put a picture of like my son at the beach. Cause I think we did learn that. And I'm like, okay, so donde esta Wilson esta in la playa or something like that. I mean, I don't know. That's sometimes the way these textbooks have things set up. You think, Hmm, that's not really very authentic. Well, it's kind of awkward because you're asking them to use something in a way that they haven't seen. Um, so that's where then you have to supplement with whatever else. But I mean, La Playa is pretty easy, even if they haven't seen it. Pretty much everybody knows La Playa. Yeah, we would hope. <laughs> we would hope. Um, Al Cinema, that should be a fairly easy one, even if they haven't seen it before. Yeah. Because um, what I was thinking you could do... Um, because you don't want to work Ansopad to death, yeah. but you could have them and maybe toward the end of it. Well, actually, there's a couple of things you could do with that. You could have them draw like a person and like wherever they might be and then write you the little sentence underneath it. And they decide whether they describe the person or they describe where they are and they write you the sentence and submit it. So I could have like a person and, and then have mi hermano um, esta en el cinema. And then maybe somebody else would have mi madre es rubia. Yeah, that's true. And then it would submit be- it because then they would produce it. And you'd have you'd have a bunch of different choices. That's true. 
That's true. you know that you can use from there because then you can you could maybe use that and have them describe a little bit more. Um, but you could start with yeah, presenting your stuff with your family and then telling them, hey, draw me one thing. Like you decide, draw me one thing, and then maybe do it a couple of times. Because I mean, I know they like to take their time on the drawing. Yeah, they really do. And then, um, I don't know if you want to have a little story, you know, with what, where you, you would use the stem changing verbs for them to see them in context and then put them in breakout where they could come up with a little story with a family. Mm, yeah, I guess I could write up a paragraph about my family and, you know, mm. Yeah, and the activities and the different things we do. And then maybe they could ask each other questions using them, like, you know, like invitations. I mean, with Querer, you could ask them, do you want to go to the movies or, you know, something like that. And we, and I guess I could actually go ahead and have them use some of the other stem changers that we've already included um, Your class is 65 minutes, I mean, 75 minutes, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. It is, it is. So, and the thing is, I do have, let me think, because they do have a pretty good, um, if I'm not mistaken, they've got a pretty good, oh yeah, so the reading for this chapter I actually thought was pretty good. You know, sometimes the readings are just so-so. Um, but the thing, the, this reading is actually very interesting. It talks about, um, you know, what is basically, what is the, the ideal age for, uh, different things? How old do you think you should be before you travel without your parents or when you move out of your parents' house? Um, how mm. old should you be when you buy your first car, you know, when you have your first child, all that kind of stuff. So that's a very interesting reading as well. So I do want to make sure that I, um, I include that. So, so your objective, what you want them to be able to do at the end of the class is what? Because well, actually that's where we need to start, right? With our end in our end goal in mind oh yeah definitely um it's just it's kind of uh tricky because i'm only seeing my students once a week mm -hmm. and i've got to quote cover all of the textbook stuff because that's the way my department wants it so um to try and combine it all so they really need to be able to um, describe their families, which that is going to be using the verb ser, um, and I guess say where their families are, because that is going to be using, you know, estar, um, mm -hmm. and they need to be able to say what their families do um, using the various, you know, stem-changing verbs. Okay. Basically. And then because you're seeing them on Zoom and your time is limited, mm 
mm-hmm. you want to um you're looking to work the um interpersonal right yes i want to put them in i i do like to put them in breakout rooms but then of course i do want them to hear um as much as possible now i am fortunate that the textbook has some very good readings mm-hmm. so i mean reading they do have some good readings but they also have some good videos that's what i meant to say so that and they're native speaker videos they're not those cheesy right videos from 1980 they actually went out and interviewed native speakers so those are good for listening as well but yeah i really want them to speak which they did not get to do as much of today um as i had wanted them to so it's a bit harder to get them to speak in the um, having to do the the zoom because they're not able to just turn to their partner and just start talking it takes a little bit more work right um so i'm finding and then i don't know about yours but mine they're so respectful they don't want to be all talking over one another so Uh i'll ask a question and then i have that two minute silence while everybody's trying to decide who's just going to answer me where in class I have 10 answers and I just pick the one I want and run with it right and so yeah (laughs) it just adds so much more to the thing well today was great because I was like okay so now let's look at this and what do you think this is and it was complete silence and I was like okay guys come on and finally one little girl goes I don't see anything on my screen and I was like, oh, no, because I had forgotten to, I had been using the whiteboard, and I forgot to switch it from the whiteboard back to my desktop. So they had, I was asking them questions, and they had no point of reference for anything because they couldn't see my document. I thought, oh, gosh. Definitely, it makes it a little bit more awkward when you're asking for answers and all of that. So, um them speaking is a little bit more difficult with the remote yeah kind of thing but okay so i'll say i mean if you use answer pad you're either working the presentational or the interpretive mm-hmm. because if you're you can give them a sentence and then they have to draw it right so at that point that's the interpretive or if they're creating something, giving it to you, then it's the presentational. Right. Even if they're drawing and writing a sentence, um, which at that point you, they get immediate feedback. So you get that. I guess your breakout group is your best way to get the interpersonal. Yeah, that's, a, I mean, as far as the, um, you know, with these Zoom online classes, that's, I mean, it's like you said, they don't want to interrupt each other. So it's hard for them to get, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to get a lot of answers from them. So to me, the breakout rooms seem to be working the best for that. So I, I need some kind of interpersonal activity that they could do in their breakout rooms. Okay. So we know what you're wanting to do. So let's say, okay, so you start with a little presentation or a little something where you're showing them your family. And then 
those verbs as far as the ser and estar. Yeah, and the stem changers. I can kind of incorporate all of that into my, yeah. Are you wanting to do it all in one or break it break it down? Well, I mean, I think it kind of just all naturally flows into, I mean, it, it's, that's, okay. a, you know, dividing it up. I mean, if I'm going to be talking about my family, I'm going to be using Sarah and a star a lot. Then I'm also going to be using these stem changers because I might say, you know, mi familia es grande. Ahora mi familia mm-hmm. está en casa a causa de la cuarentena, right? But then I say, mm-hmm. oh, mi familia quiere salir de la casa, right? They want to leave, but they can't. So, I mean, I just, it, to me, it like all naturally, I mean, I'll use all of that naturally when I'm talking about my family and what we, you know, are doing and what they're like and everything. So, um, and they have seen Sarah and a star together before. It's kind of a review. So I could probably have them analyze that a little bit. You know, oh, why did I use Sarah here or a star there? They could probably think about mm-hmm. about that. So maybe if I start with the presentation, of course, give them some comprehension questions about what I'm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to give them the comprehension as you go. Right. Um, and I guess if you wanted, you could build a little poll in there, a little quiz to have with the comprehension question. That might speed it up a little ah, bit. That's true. I could do a poll. Ah, oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. And then, because they answer a little bit faster with that. I mean, it's not them speaking, but mm-hmm. if it's speaking with the format that we have, you're going to have one person say something. That's all you're going to get. So at least that's making them all participate. That's true. Okay. So if I start out with like a little story about my family using the vocabulary and whatnot from this chapter and the verb, mm-hmm. do a poll for comprehension. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I would, I think I would go to, um, because on the whiteboard, then they don't know where the other ones are drawing. So they could be drawing on each other's stuff. So going to answer pad, that's a good alternative. And tell them, say, you know, you can do two or three times. Give me one sentence, you know, about your family. Mm-hmm. And using Sarah and Estar, which I know it's not a natural thing to do, but... Right. At the same time, or just tell them, give me one sentence that describes your family or two sentences, you know, do a drawing and give me two sentences that describe your family or not even the drawing, just the sentence. Okay. Yeah. If you wanted to speed it up a little bit, because they can do just the sentence. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely Because then you can go from there and you can ask more questions too. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can, you know, if somebody has me, hermano, esta en la, uh, well, they wouldn't have that, esta en la cocina, uh, esta en el cinema, mm. for instance. El cine. And then, el cine. Yeah. Um, you could have somebody else ask and go, oh, um, alguien, oh, <laughs> somebody else, alguien, uh, Alguien or mm-hmm. alguien uh, tiene un hermano or 
to Hermano Esta and Elsine and just kind of follow up a little bit. And I mean, they can, some of it can give you thumbs up and thumbs down as responses. That's true. Yeah. I probably have as good a use of the thumbs up, thumbs down as I could have. Yeah. Well, I know with mine, I never, I never see the thumbs up or thumbs down. And then, um, Zoom has added a little thing the other day where they you, they can add little clapping hands. Yes, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I had one of my students the other day. We finished the class and he gave me clapping hands, and I'm like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, but nice. I mean, I have them. I have them motion at me because I'm seeing them right, mm-hmm. and just going with a thumb up and thumb down to kind of see that. Um, so you have the comprehension. Um, and then I'd say at that point, because I'm trying to think timeline with your presentation and the question, you're looking about 10 minutes because it takes forever, mm-hmm. especially including the comprehension uh, answer pad that be a 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Then maybe I should put them into breakout rooms and have them mm-hmm. with questions, perhaps. Well, I'd say you could have them in breakout rooms and either, and you can go one or two ways. Because I know when we talk family, it always gets tricky because some students don't want to talk about their family. Right. Um, so you could give them a prompt that's, like maybe a picture, I don't know, surely somewhere on the internet, you can find pictures of what people want to do or are yeah. dreaming of doing yeah. or something like that. And then, you you know, a couple of them and they talk about it with their partners with like, what do the people in there want to do? Well, that's true. That's true. Because they can describe them. They can dr- describe them physically. They can describe where they are. Yeah. Um, and then they can also use the other verbs like querer or pensar or mm-hmm. one of those. Yeah. And they can come up with descriptions and kind of discuss that. And you just visit the different groups to see what they have. And then you don't have to do it as a whole group. Right. Because I think that's kind of a waste of time, but just having them come up with as many. You could even build that into a game. Actually, you could build it into a game. Okay. Um, so you have them come with as many sentences as they can that would describe that, that would use all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And then when it comes back as a whole group, and you have them, they can alternate who in their group um, is saying the sentences or just the same person says it. It doesn't matter. On your end, you'd have to keep track of who is in each group, right? Mm-hmm. So you know what you have. And then you ask one group to give a sentence mm-hmm. and then have the other group let you know whether they have the same sentence or not. Ah, okay. And if they have the same sentence, nobody gets points. but if you only have one group that has the sentence they get a point okay yes that would work 
to kind of push them beyond just the basic, yeah, uh, it's a big family. you know, they oh, like she's a blonde or she's this. Or, yeah. Or it's a big family or, you know, they're doing this because then it would push them a little bit more with some of the other structures um, into that. And then since you're going through and, you, you know, you alternate the groups, so you might maybe you have four groups. And so group one gives you a sentence, then group two, two gives you another one. And so they have to pay attention um, because, you know, they can't tell you, oh, well, we have that if somebody has already said it. Right. And then it limits and all of the groups get to share what they said about the picture. But um, then you don't have to listen to the same sentence 20 times or, you know, them to come through that. And then you can go a certain amount of time and then go, okay, yeah, that's, we're good. And then see, see if any of them was able to come with sentences that nobody else had. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That'll work. And you could even, of course, that uses a little bit more technology. And I don't know if you've used that with them or not. Um, I know one of my first classes, I used Padlet. Mm-hmm. And so I had them look at stuff. And so as they were looking at the document, they were typing in the information into that. Yeah. So you could have them as well, whereas they're saying, you know, as they're working in their breakout group, they put their sentences in Padlet because you can set it up ahead of time yes. and have the Padlet and have group one, group two, group three, group four, and then they just add underneath it. That's true too. Padlet. So then you can... Mm -hmm you could kind of see it at the same time it's recorded and it might speed it up a little bit. Yes, that's true. That's true. And then it kind of gets the little competitive edge going because they get competitive. Even if there is no prize in the end, they get very competitive. Yes, that's true. Oh, Kahoot. Some of those poor babies get so competitive with Kahoot, even online. You just think, wow. Okay. So that, that would be mm -hmm. good. Padlet. So I can, but if I set it up, okay, I've used Padlet a couple of times in class, but um, if I set it up with, you know, with like group one, two, three, four, are they going to see each other's sentences? Yeah, they will. But if they're paying attention to what they're doing, then they can't copy what the others are saying. Okay. Because then they don't get points. So it's not like, oh, you have you know, so many of them, it's, you have so many that nobody else had. Yeah. So it's, if, even if they see somebody else's, they go to type it and they go, oh, well, somebody else has it. At that point, they're like, okay, well, we're not going to type it in the long run. You can, you gain some time a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you can tell them no cheating. Don't look at what other people have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we could do that, and then that would probably leave me just about enough time to do um, the reading on um, mm -hmm. on the you know what the golden age. What's the best age to do um, you know to do different things? Because it talks about it's kind of like a survey uh, uh, of a, from eighteen different. Um, 
Spanish, is it Spanish speaking countries, I think, and, you know, how old they are when, when they do certain things. So, um, I could probably, yeah, finish up with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That should probably give you the time for that. And then, um, what kind of questions does it have after the, the text? Is it just like comprehension or is there a chance for discussion? Um, well, I've always, I remember this is it. They do have, they do have. So basically, do you agree or do you disagree? Like it says, okay. um, you should be 19 um, before you travel without your parents. Do you agree or disagree? you know, and, you know, why not, (laughs) Mm -hmm. basically, and, you know, how old do you think you should be when you start to save for retirement, those kind of things, it's really, um, it's quite interesting, um, because, you know, these kids, their college, they, retirement, why would I even be thinking about that Mm -hmm. through college, you know, kind of thing, and so it, it, it does prompt a very interesting, um, discussion I remember some sometimes we've gotten off on to oh well I'm you know because I you know sometimes we do have older students well I'm 30 and my parents still pay for my cell phone and you just think you're kidding you know <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> uh, and, and so you find out all sorts of interesting things there so um So So some of the questions that they have in the book, you could also set up as a poll with the agree and disagree. Yes. Yes. So that you get a full response and then they're having to participate because otherwise you always have the daydreamer. That's true. And I suppose I could, even after we read this, they might um, come up with, I could put them if we have time, it would be interesting put them into groups and have them come up with some more, you know, um, yes, some more, uh, I guess, what would you call them? Not exactly benchmarks, but you know, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, um, you know, what, 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 what's the right word? What am I looking for? You know, like when you move mm. out of your house, when you, what age should you get married? What age should you, what are those? I mean, I can't think of the right word, but I could have them come uh, up with okay. some of their own, you know, well, how old do you think they should? You their know, own rules, I guess, kind yeah, of, yeah, not really. Basically, how old do you should you be before you do this or that or the other? They could come up with some of their own. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I like that, because I was thinking you were going to say if you had enough time, they could discuss it a little bit further in their group. But I like that better. Come up with their own stuff yeah. based on their culture, because if it's not in their driving or yeah going yeah all of those kind of things and they might come up with some that surprise you exactly because you know I mean they've got the typical have kids um mm-hmm. you know live on your own save for retirement and you know buy a house I think are the ones that they're talk about but you know there's a lot of other things that maybe they could come up with like really how old should you be when you buy your first car, like you were saying, mm-hmm. or, you know, different things like that. So um, I might, that would be, that would be fun to see what they would come up with as mm-hmm. kind of steps and things that they should really do on their own. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, that would be that would be good. That would and be- then I would say that's probably all the time you'll have to do because time to get the class going, get them moving. Yeah. Definitely. After that, it gets it takes some time. Yeah, it it really does. And then too, I I mean I'll have to um, give them some kind of final prep for the IP. Mm-hmm. Um, because they talk about the, the IPA, they're going to talk about what young people, you know, in other countries do in their free time and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'll have to to teach them about Proctor U and all of that. So that's going to. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. And it being your last class, I mean, you want to have at least a minute to say bye to them and thank them for all their efforts for the semester and right I know. <laughs> for showing up on Zoom and <laughs> all that good stuff. And, you know, I've actually had really good, um, really good participation. I mean, there's 21 students and I usually have anywhere from 18 to 21 students um, every mm-hmm. week. So uh, I've been very pleased with uh with their attendance on the online you know I have two but I think part of it is because like mine and I'm sure you did the same I gave them a choice and I said okay how are we doing that do we want to meet on zoom every class meeting do we want to do two out of three do we want to do one out of three Mm -hmm. and they voted yes so I think that definitely helped because they had a voice in the matter and I think for them to see the time as well spent and not just like, oh, I have to be there, but it's a waste of my time. Right, right. So I think it probably helps too because they get to do things and they're still learning and mm-hmm. all of that good stuff. Yeah. Well, and, and again, the choice, they always, I think, are happier when they get a choice. So that makes a big yes. difference. Yeah. It definitely. definitely does. It definitely, it does. definitely does. Well, but awesome. yeah, awesome, awesome. That'll give me um, that'll give me a a good plan for my last class then. Yeah, that I like that. I like that one. Um, of course, family is always fun. I always have fun with family and with food. It seems like I have lots of activities, lots of stuff. We never have enough time to deal with all of that. Oh, I know, right? All right. I think that was good. You got a lesson all planned out. Now you just have to go find the details. Um, Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, cool. So I think, you know, next week um, you and I are going to have to really sit down and reflect on this this year and start thinking about you know what is it that we need to do for for next year and what worked and what didn't work you've always got to at the end of the year sit down and reflect so yeah all it's fresh on your mind you know you don't want to wait until august to reflect on last year you'd go ahead and write down absolutely write down your notes and whatnot as soon as the school year's over and then you know do leave them for a while it's good to have a summer break and then you can kind of go back oh yeah and review your notes and mull them over but yeah but you need to go ahead and do the reflection as soon as you can once your school year is done so that um you can remember things instead of going in August. Now, wait, there was something that I said. 
I said I would change something. Yeah, no. And then, too, that gives a chance on reflection on the teaching because I think something that's become apparent to me as I'm, um, you know, visiting Facebook and Twitter and whatever and kind of looking at what my some of my colleagues across the, the U.S. are doing is, um, you know, the way we're teaching is it still the, the most efficient way to teach, whether we are in the classroom or not, mm-hmm. whether we're doing it remote or not? But I think teachers having to switch to the remote has really highlighted the ones who have the better practices of the language teaching versus the ones who are stuck in an olden past of translation and grammar basis classes. Mm, well, that, that's true. So that could also be a good time to reflect on it. Like, you know, what did my students get out of it? What are they able to do with the language now? Um, what was the transition an easy one or a difficult one? What was easy? What was difficult? Because I, th- I do think the part where it's difficult is where in the teaching, it doesn't line up with student interests yes. or ways of learning that's absolutely true i think it's been a huge learning experience for for everyone Mm -hmm. so uh we will definitely be talking about some some ways to do our to do our reflection for the end of the year and and whatnot we'll be definitely i think trying to hit on that in the next few weeks as well yeah no absolutely and then what leeway do we have what leeway do we not have but we can still adapt um into different things so no that'd be a good conversation to have and i'm kind of looking forward to reflect back on my year yeah me too absolutely well on that note i will not step into mondays but i'm gonna step into closet (laughs) out of my closet (laughs) you and those prepositions they're so hard aren't they (laughs) I'm telling you, oh, I mess them up every chance I get. That's okay. We all do. But yes, so I hope that, uh, you know, if you guys have any questions, you can certainly drop us a a note um, at our new email address, Sandrine. Step into Mondays at gmail.com. If you have something you want us to talk about to address, just let us know. We would be happy to, um, to hear from anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we're building up our listeners. So our numbers are going up. So if you listen, if you're, if you're listen, if you're listening, uh, make sure that you click the subscribe button because that will help. That will help our numbers go up and then share, share with your friends who teach languages, share with your friends who, with your friends who teach. I just cannot speak English today. Um, because I think we can learn from other disciplines as well, not just in our own. So share with other people, share lar- large and by, and um, yeah. You mean by and large? By and large. <laughs> I need to go back and learn English. Awesome. See, that's all of that. All that grammar memorization, it did not stick. No, that, but that's all right. It's all good. It's all good. So we hope that we will... Uh... Uh, hear from from all of you and um, we'll see you next time on Step Into Mondays. All right. Au revoir. Au revoir.